Hello, and welcome to Detours, a Glory Sports podcast where I, David Stahl, digital editor of Glory Sports, sit down with sports figures who have achieved excellence in their fields through bold, unconventional, strange, and novel practices. From athletes to community leaders, sports psychologists to coaches, media personalities to front office executives, I'll be inviting guests on the program to show listeners how they might learn to explore excellence by paving detours of their own. Today's episode features the Toronto Maple Leafs' own Michael Bunting. Most might not know the unique detour that Bunting was forced to take en route to the league before playing alongside NHL superstars Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Before signing with his hometown team, Bunting played far and away more minor league hockey games than anyone else in league history, notching over 300 games before donning the blue and white. And yet, to a degree that no one else had, he persisted. Bunting's story is one of unparalleled persistence and an undying belief in a lifelong dream. It may have seemed crazy at the time, but guess what? It happened. He embodied everything this podcast is about. Find your path, ignore the status quo, remain open to the opportunities that life offers. Throughout our interview, Bunting goes deep into his relationship with the franchise that signed him, his unique journey through the minors, and how he plans to keep riding the momentum. Enjoy. Here with Michael Bunting, sophomore winger for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Michael, your story is a feel-good one as someone who obviously grinded through the minors for longer than typical before getting drafted by your hometown team. It only makes sense to start at the beginning. Can you talk a little bit about your journey through the minors and how that's helped influence your time with the Leafs today? Yeah, um, obviously my uh, route to the NHL isn't the most common one uh, I played more than 300 games in the minors and uh, when that kind of happens you're kind of a staple as a, a minor league player but you know I kind of just believed in myself the whole way um, believed that I, I deserved to be in the NHL I, and I wanted to earn my spot there so uh, when I got that shot with the Coyotes I tried just to make the most of it and I was lucky enough to, to have some success and and then signing with Toronto as a, a free agent was kind of a no-brainer coming home coming to the team I grew up cheering for and and playing in front of my friends and family pretty much every night. So it's been a, a really cool experience to say the least. Yeah, growing up in Scarborough, uh, everyone's a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. So I'm kind of living my uh, childhood dream now. And obviously you've earned the recognition now placing third in rookie of the year voting last year. But after, like you said, being doubted and sort of cast as a minor league figure for so long, is there a chip on your shoulder that still kind of helps fuel your game to this day? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I kind of just go into every game, just not taking anything for granted and trying to take it day by day and not get too high on the highs and not get too low on the lows. Obviously, um, last year I was nominated for the Calder and um, just to be nominated, I, I was really proud of. And um, I, not to say I didn't care if I won or not, but just to be nominated was was a really cool experience for me and my family. So um yeah i just kind of take it day by day i know how hard it is to make it to the nhl and now i'm here and i know it's just as easy to be cut or not be able to keep it going in the nhl so i want to keep proving that every single day that i belong here and it, i wasn't just a kind of a one-year fluke so i just want to keep my uh, career going in, in the right steps what are some of the key lessons that the miners taught you in the ahl that maybe 
you couldn't have learned had you been drafted initially or maybe some of those unique lessons that you were able to gain along the way yeah uh yeah the minors definitely has has taught me a lot um you know it's it's definitely a little bit more of a grind than the nhl you know we're busting everywhere we're not flying to each each game or if we are flying we are flying public we're flying southwest and not private but no just that is you know those little luxuries you get when you play in the nhl are are, are pretty cool and I mean, you know, playing in the minors, it humbles you. And, you know, I, I actually love my time in the minors. I love my time in Tucson. I, I've made lifelong friends there. And um, it will definitely be a part of my life that I'm going to remember forever. It, it was a blast. But um, that being said, playing in the NHL now, playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs is something I want to do very long term and, and stay in the NHL. So I'm looking forward to that. And Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe has been quoted saying time and again that your breadth of experience isn't only just something to look past, but actually an asset that makes you uh, sort of an exceptional figure on the team. How much does it mean to have that sort of confidence get uh, behind you on the on the bench? Yeah, obviously, um, you know, I, I had Kiefer in the suit, so we had some familiarity. That's one of the reasons that I, I came here because I, I knew him and I knew what kind of coach he was. But, um, you know, obviously that is nice um, to hear. But, um, yeah, I just kind of not change who I am. I, I got here for a reason. I can't change my attitude. I can't change my game. Um, I've had success doing what I always do. So I can't, I can't change that one bit. So I got to go in every single game, every single day with the same mindset. And you mentioned growing up in the GTA, the hockey culture is so fervent, especially the Leafs fandom in particular. Can you talk a little bit about what your relationship was with the team growing up and Obviously, now it's amounted to you being a part of the franchise, but kind of looking back on your fan experience. Yeah, I, I grew up as a, a huge Toronto Maple Leaf fan. My whole family, as all my friends are, uh, so I know what it's like. I know the pressure. I know the love uh, for the team the city has. So to be able to to play in front of these fans every single night is, is really cool, and I still get goosebumps every time I, I step on that ice. It's I look up. I I look up at one section always, and I always remember me and my brother went to a, a game way back, and we sat up like nosebleeds, and me and him were watching Toronto playing in Boston. And anytime I'm doing the, like standing for the whole Canada, I look up and I see that section, and I kind of reminisce of that. So, you know, I I've been a fan, and now I'm living my dream playing for the Leafs. So I definitely don't take it for granted. Well, it's obviously such a major privilege, but there's also a lot of pressure that comes with not only being an arguably the biggest mark in the league, but also a team that you have a vested emotional interest with as well. How do you balance that pressure that comes with playing under the, the Toronto spotlight? To be honest, it's, it's fun. It's, it's fun to be a part of a, an original six team. You know what it's like to be in a Canadian market. I, yeah, you just kind of have to have fun with it. You got to know that it's there. The pressure's there every single night, but you got to play hockey and, um, it comes with the territory playing for Toronto. So I don't mind it at all. I understand that the Leafs fans are very passionate and, and they love they love the team and they love when we're doing well. So yeah, we just try to go out there every single night and, and perform to our, our best and, and get as many wins as possible. Speaking of pressure, there is sort of a heightened sense of expectation after such a strong rookie season. Is there motivation in wanting to prove that, look, last year wasn't just a fluke. I'm meant to be here. I'm meant to be in the league. Um, what's sort of your motivation after uh, such a strong rookie campaign? Yeah, obviously, um, yeah, I had some success last year and 
Um, this year, I want to kind of continue that and, and continue helping the team in, in any aspect I can. So I go into every single night and try to not to change my mentality. I try not to change my game. I just I just go in there and play and, and play to my strength. That's whether that's going in front of the net, playing the corners, playing that those hard areas and getting pucks to I play with Maddie and Mitch, so I try to get the, to the, get the puck to them as much as I can. So, yeah, I just got to stick to my game and stick to what um, has kept me being successful. Obviously, playing with. Matthews and Marner, again, it's such a privilege, such an asset, but also there is sort of the spotlight and the pressure to help elevate those players even further. What's the dynamic been in playing on a line with those guys, obviously, last year and leading into this year? Yeah, it's it's been fun. Um, obviously, you know, last year we were just kind of getting to know each other and now we're all really close on and off the ice. So that, that makes it more fun to play 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 with one another that we're friends off the ice we spend time with each other when we're on the road we go out for dinners and, and whatnot and just hang out so um i think that makes it a little bit easier going into this year that i'm a little bit more familiar with them as people and so i think that just carries on um, onto the ice another thing you're carrying over from last year so valuable in a rookie campaign is some playoff experience obviously we're early in the 2022 season taking it one game at a time but how valuable was it to get a little bit of postseason experience in your back pocket and what are maybe a couple lessons that you were able to take from a really competitive series last year into this year yeah i'm actually really happy that i got um some experience in the playoffs last year and obviously it didn't go the way that we wanted to but i thought we we fought really hard in that series and we took them to game seven and that was a really good hockey team over there in, in tampa but i now know what it what it takes to to win in the playoffs, I now know that you know you, you have to bring your game to a whole nother level. It is the Stanley Cup playoffs. It is one of the hardest trophies to win. So um, I learned that pretty quick um, from last year, and I'm I'm looking forward to getting more experience in the in the playoffs. So obviously, you mentioned one of the hardest trophies to win. So much of it is based off hot streak of certain goaltenders. Some of it can be based off luck. It is just such a wild postseason atmosphere. From your experience, is there something inherent to being a postseason performer? Is it something that can be learned? And are there certain figures in the locker room that you look at and go, wow, that emulates what a postseason performer really is? Yeah, I think it just comes with the experience because I think even last year, one of my first game, this I realized how much faster the speed is and more physical it is and, and the game is just more tight. There's not a lot of opportunity to to get to the opposing teams that. So I, I, I learned that. So Looking around um, our team, I think it's just more experience we get. Um, hopefully, the better we get in playoffs. So um, that's where you you kind of le lean on one another is is talking about that and talking about what you you will expect in in the playoffs. So uh, yeah, like I said, it, it is a a hard trophy to win, and um, hopefully one day we can uh, make that happen. And you know, as a Leafs fan, that there is always the anxiety around the postseason, but in the locker room. Are there any particular figures that kind of just instill that sense of calmness throughout the team? I think just our leaders just do a great job with that. I think we have a very, very close team off the ice, and I think we all come together. That's why I, I saw last year when we 
stepped into playoffs that we were all really close and if you had any doubts or any worries you were able to talk to one another and, and reassure so I think our leadership group especially does a great job with that starting with John all the way down so we have a very very close team in that locker room so I'm looking forward to see what we can do this year. And what were sort of the biggest differences you noticed in locker room and that social culture between the minor leagues and obviously now playing on a professional level um what were some of the biggest differences in the locker room i would i would say well in the minor league you know the locker room i i've had very very close locker rooms in in the minors and stuff like that but i would i would say that it's it's a little younger because it's mostly prospects there are some older guys that are, are around the, in the locker room but it's mostly young guys so that was kind of the difference between the nhl and the nhl the nhl there's guys that have been around for 500 plus games they're older they're experienced they know what's going on so um, I would I would say that's just the biggest difference of just more more experience. It's not as young um, compared to the minors. I'm sure it feels like a lifetime ago now, but obviously you talked about looking into the stands and looking back on those memories as a fan. The Leafs, it's such a storied franchise. I think any fan can look back at a particular moment that stands out to them as sort of a defining moment for the team growing up. Is there one that you look back on and, think either good or bad one that really sort of cemented your your love for the team i would probably just say the era of uh when sundin was captain and we had darcy Tucker, um ty domi caberlet mccabe that era when they were always into the playoffs they either battled with philly they battled with ottawa um alfredson and sundin always had a good battle so i i think that was the era i, I grew up in and that's where i really started loving hockey and that's and that's where i became a fan of the of the leafs i'm sure it's wild to think about now that there are kids sitting where you sat gonna be looking back 10 years from now thinking oh yeah i remember those bunting martyr matthews lines is so much fun has there been a particular fan interaction that's sort of touched you pulled the heartstrings a little bit as a gta guy yourself yeah just um I remember driving to to the rink. It was one of my first weeks here, and I I just saw two brothers, like I said before, two brothers walking to the game, um, and getting a, a street meat hot dog. And I still remember my brother and I got that when we got to the game. We always would get to the street meat right at the corner and get a hot dog right before we went in and, and watched the game. So it was kind of it was kind of funny that I was going to be the one playing playing now, and I wasn't just a fan going to the game. So I remember I remember that pretty clearly just a year ago uh, driving to the rink that was a pretty cool experience thanks so much for tuning into today's episode of detours featuring michael bunting be sure to subscribe for more insight from canada's greatest sports figures we have some really fascinating episodes still coming up so we invite you to subscribe and give us a five-star rating if you enjoyed the interview and in the meantime we also invite you to take any nugget of knowledge that might help you find your own detour who knows you might be our next guest.